This college basketball picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona for boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com and start. Winning today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all of your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. This is Brian Bosworth, aka the Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out, Boz out. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Sean, I'm lonely today. I'm not here on Team Good Looking, uh, even though we're both cleanly shaved. For the uh, I that think- is funny that you're calling that cleanly shaved for you. Well, it, <laughs> what it is, Sean? This this is as the last time a razor has touched this face. I was I was. I was a lot younger, Sean. We'll just put it that way. All right. I was using the razor for a purpose. All right. I was still into trapping there you hunter go. gatherer myself back. Maybe even college. I, I couldn't even tell you when the last time a razor touched this face, Sean, thanks for bringing it up. You're welcome. And we're talking college basketball joining us via remote, the birthday boy himself, Colby Dan, AKA the database. What's happening, Colby. I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Let's say we got college hoops. I mean, I'm here at the house. You made me to look, I had to take down the Christmas tree. We, we did a sound check and everything. Yes. Colby blew through the sound check that enthusiasm. <laughs> Colby is uh, out sick with the Wuhan flu. How you feeling Colby? Well, you know, look, uh, as long as I got college basketball, things are going to be okay. All right. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I can play. I got COVID, but I can still play, guys. All right. Now, what are you? What anything to the? Uh, there's some conspiracy uh, theorists out there. Well, and real quick, Colby, just turn yourself down a touch before you answer. Boom. That uh, China unleashed the Wuhan flu because the database was growing too powerful, <laughs> picking too many winners, disrupting the global economy. Mm. Any any truth to those allegations? I I 100% buy into that. I buy into that, and uh, yeah, I mean, look, 
I'm ready to I'm ready to come back. I miss God's eye. I yes. really do. Um, you know, God's eye misses you. I feel like I I'm overwhelmed. I don't do a good job setting up the TVs. I need I need you here to God. You're the uh, you're you're like the uh, when you take ayahuasca and go on a spiritual quest. You have a guide, and that's what Colby mm, does Sherpa. every time he yeah the, a digital Sherpa for the eight TVs. Well, look, director of programming for SGPN is exactly. one of my many titles. So I, I uh, look, hopefully I can get back in there soon. I've been, I've been sitting over here drinking ginger for the past three weeks and uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm ready to do this. I just need uh, the, 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 okay from the old test. Sean, know? could, could it be that, um, that whatever sickness is inside Colby's body right now is brought back a lisp? Do I, do I hear a little bit of a, Oh, you're not ready. I thought you were ready. I thought you were going five sixty five. Just sipping that beautiful whiskey you guys gave me for Christmas. Colby, lay off the whiskey. You know you're you need your your body at full health. You got to lay yeah. off the whiskey. Proteins, carbohydrates, lean lean proteins. All right, let's get it going. Let's talk college hoops. You're getting down on college basketball or the NFL or the NBA or. The NHL. You got to do it over at WinBet. W-I-N-N-B-E-T.com. Oh, you want to build your own custom bet for a massive payout? Hashtag Dejans Only. You can do that over at WinBet. I highly recommend you do it. In fact, very easy to get set up over at WinBet. W-I-N-N-B-E-T.com. Or download the Win Betting app. Bet big, win bigger with Win. Don't turn it off. Don't turn it off. Rocking out, uh, and uh, we're gonna get still to, cut it short. I love that music. We're gonna get to uh, all the picks here, but before we do, bonus uh, real men of DGens this week, uh, and you'll hear in a second why. Of course, real men of DGens brought to you by PropSwap.com, where America goes to buy and sell real sports bets. SGPN presents. Real men of DGENs. Real men of DGENs. We salute you. Louis Anderson. That's right. Uh, comedy legend, unfortunately, just passed away. But Louis Anderson once lost $80,000 in an LA card room. That same night, he rented a car, drove to Vegas, took out a $2,000 marker at Bally's, won $110,000 playing blackjack. Tipped the dealer twenty thousand and flew back to L.A. to film a commercial at seven in the morning. It sounds like him and Artie Lang maybe had some weekends <laughs> together. Uh, that is that is impressive. The craziest part to me was that he rented a car and didn't drop it off in the same uh, location. They'll really screw you up with uh, fees for that. Uh, I mean, as someone who played a couple games of poker in the L.A. card rooms. Uh, he had a bit of a reputation. So yeah, no. it's impressive to lose 80,000 at an LA card room. It's not and LA card rooms. Aren't some like fun Vegas destination. They're just grinded out. It's it's, it's a poker grind house. Now they're huge. Yes. And, and it's some of the greatest poker action you can get, but the guys that are sitting playing pie gal playing blackjack, that's a different level. That's uh that's true. Uh, D chance uh, for those who have done it before. There's nothing sadder than leaving commerce casino at four 30 in the morning uh, <laughs> and walking to your car and realizing you're definitely not in Las Vegas. 
All right. Uh, let's get to the picks. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at my last time we did a podcast all the way back on January 11th. What an amazing eight and four. Somehow I didn't hit my uh, lock though. Uh, Colby hit uh, his bonus lock. Kramer hit his bonus lock. And uh, impressive, you didn't hit your lock. Yeah, to go eight <laughs> and four and not to hit the lock was impressive. I had USC. Uh, you didn't hit your lock, dog, or bonus lock. Well, the bonus lock was uh, got canceled. So. I, I know. I'm just throwing that out there. All right, let the let the fans know. But eight and four against spread, not bad. Hopefully, going to heat up here. Let's get it going. St. John's wow. doesn't even mention the 71% lock percentage. Okay. Doesn't even mention the above 500 across the board. Very so- selfish tout, but that's all right. What do you mean above 500 across the board? You're below. We're all below 500. I mean, on my locks, dogs and bonus locks. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on, Sean. It's called selling oh. ice to Eskimos, <laughs> baby. Let's go. Well, you know, I'm 57% on my bonus locks. Colby's 57% on his locks. Yeah. We're figuring it out. Yeah. Colby, you, you got to get a dog this week. The problem is <laughs> Colby picks these like 16 uh, point uh, dogs outright uh, to in, win. In comes army. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got, you got to have a realistic dog here. All right. Enough messing around. We're heading to Queens, New York, Seton hall. Lay into against St. John's. Now, Ryan, are these the real? No, these are not real lines. These no, are Ryan's I'm, I'm, arbitrage I'm lines. Hitting refresh repeatedly. Okay. Uh, we have nothing yet uh, of material from faraway places, as they call it. Yeah. All right, Colby. What are we doing here? St. John's uh, not amazing defensively. Uh, opponents shooting pretty well. Three ball against them. Uh, they are putting up points, scoring 81 uh, points per game. Seton Hall doesn't shoot the ball well. I'm I'm leaning St. John's here in the home spot, six and one against the spread last seven at home, uh, but not great overall. What are you doing here? Well, you just mentioned Louis Anderson, right? And and his classic. <laughs> How role are you going to tie this together? I'm coming to America, which was in Queens, the, the Big Mac, the Big Mick. Oh, you're right. You got, we got the big Mick. Well, uh, Louis Anderson, classic role in that film saying, Hey, soon, uh, soon I'll be on fry. Right. And that's where the big bucks come in. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, look, I think you got to take St. John's here because they're at home in Queens uh, and they've been a horrible road team yeah. for, for years now, whether it was Chris Mullen, whether it was Mike Anderson and uh, at home, they take care of business and they're in a desperate spot here because this is a team preseason. Everyone had them in the NCAA tournament right now. They probably wouldn't be in the NCAA tournament. They're straight. The schedule's dog shit. They need to start picking up wins. They do. This is, they play Seton hall in, in this matchup, but they also play them in Jersey. I think on Monday, Yeah. Two times in a row, they're squaring off against them. But I, I, I do think St. John's is just better at home. They're they're fifth in the country in, in pace. I think that is a huge thing. Uh, mainly, if they can if they can just limit the turnovers, that's what's killed them all year. They got Julian Champagny, who's who's I think one of the best players in the country. So I am gonna I am gonna ride with St. John's at home. Uh, it's the Monday game that probably I'll, I'll switch over to, to uh, Seton hall, but g- give me the Johnny's at home in Queens. Shout out to Louis Anderson, rest in power and rest in power. I like that. <laughs> That's very 2022 of you to say Colby. Yeah. It's a toss up game. It's a rivalry game. I Take like the home your, dog. I right? like your angle. Uh, I like the angle of them playing the two games quickly, but I can't get past the fact that St. John's just doesn't make their free throws when they need to. And Seton hall does. 
And here, here's what I'll do, uh, uh, Sean. I'll remind you that I too am a Jersey fucking legend, and I'm gonna ride with the C- the Seton Hall Pirates. Come on, St. John's is trash. I. It's funny because I have seen more St. St. John's and more Georgetown games by accident while I'm at home, while I'm just doing random stuff, and it's like, oh shit, this game's about to start. I need to fade them. And so yeah, you you guys are crazy. You you guys take are the crazy. home dog. Okay. Let's go. I'm, I love it. I'm I'm going against you already. Big ACC matchup: Syracuse, Duke. For some reason, <laughs> the lines makers are giving the Syracuse team 12 points. Uh, Syracuse four and one against the spread in their last five games. They have two Bayheim brothers, nine and two against the spread. Last 11 games against ACC opponents. Duke has been uh, shooting extremely well, which is certainly how you beat the Syracuse team. You yes. find pockets <laughs> in the zone and shoot lights out. So might be a bad match. Maybe not a great matchup for them, but they're catching 12 points. And if I was unbiased, I would say you could make a decent case for Duke because when Syracuse is kind of when the flip get when the switch gets flipped and they kind of can crack the zone and outshoot you, they can get in trouble. Um, and fall apart in the in the second half if they're not hitting their threes. But twelve points is way too much to give this Syracuse team. They're going to get up for this game. Uh, I like their big man Edwards. Is his name Colby? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, look, they have a they have a they they have a weird team. They have a weird team because athletically they're not they're not great. And you're referring to Jesse Edwards, but um, uh, the Bayheim brothers, Gerard, they're kind of like if they're hot, they're good. If not. They, they they've struggled this year, and and we saw this last year, and then all of a sudden they get hot in February, they get hot in March. Um, but I will say this: they need to start getting some wins because it, it, I, I would say they're just like St. John's; they're in this situation now where they just need to find wins because that re- that resume right now isn't very appealing. Um, and here's another thing: is Duke's kind of owned them. Duke's won four in a row, all by double digits. Um, so. I, I, but you, you, you know what's going to happen to Syracuse. They're going to get that 11 seed play in game, uh, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday night in the tourney, win that one, win a couple more. Yeah, they're obviously going to be one of the last. But, but I can tell you this normally they have a great strength of schedule. The ACC is so down. I don't know that they'll be afforded that luxury. Again, this, I, I think it was you, Sean, that mentioned the shooting. This is an easy handicap. I think Syracuse, Syracuse could go away in this one. Um, if Duke's hot at home, they Duke kind of needs it. Honestly, coming off a loss. Yeah, they, they, this is not the best situation for two Bayheims, one Sean, uh, to go out there and win some money. I think Duke comes out, and you're you're you might see the best version of this Duke team to to this part of the season in this game. Meanwhile, as Colby pointed out, it's like Syracuse does well, especially come tournament time, because they confuse people with their 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 scheme. And Duke owns this scheme. And specifically this kind of Duke team, I think, can own this scheme. So I uh, there's something to to so gross. Do you think there's something to Bayheim against Coach K? This is one of the last times we'll ever see that. I mean, I, I, I don't know, maybe I, I mean, sure. There's, there's like story narratives there in terms of who's like going to get up more for the game. 
don't know. I think Bayheim's just up for every game because his kids are there. And obviously it's not working out like I thought it was gonna work out. But uh yeah, I, I don't think I don't think they're gonna magically step up and and uh and win this game or even come oh. close to winning this game. Sean, we uh it looks like we have numbers starting to trickle out there and I'm seeing 13 and a half for this game. Oh, Ooh. nice. All right. I'll take the 13 and a half. I'll switch to, I'll switch to cues there because you look at this history in these games, it's always been somewhere around tw- 10 or 12 that Duke wins by I think 13 and a half is pushing it a little bit. Give me the, give me cues to cover that. Then Kramer stay in chalky. Which, by the way, I was on the right side. One and a half points of line value was just removed from me <laughs> from these offshore line originators. I like my own line. Yeah, I'm sticking with Duke. And just to update the Seton Hall uh, spread, it's four. So, oh, even love it more. I, I'm gonna I'm, stick to my pick. Love the value I extracted in those minutes from our cl- for our clients, Sean. But so you're on Seton Hall minus four. That's correct. Uh, I mean, yeah, St. John's plus four. Are you kidding me? Let's go. West Virginia, Texas Tech in Lubbock, Texas. Whew. Uh West Virginia hasn't been shooting the ball well, not even in the top 250 in field goal percentage, three-point percentage, free throw percentage, points per game. They've been pretty cold and especially against the spread, they've been bad right now, 1 and 4. Um, Texas has been playing pretty good defense. Texas Tech holding opponents to 58.7 points per game. They've been hot. Uh, ATS five and one last six. Ah, uh, man, it's it's hard to take uh, Texas or sorry, it's hard to take West Virginia here, even though they're getting nine wow. points in Lubbock. I'm leaning Texas Tech. What are you doing, Colby? I mean. Right now, if you were to hit pause on the college basketball season, I think one of the best stories going on in college basketball is Texas Tech. What Mark Adams is doing, they have the fourth best defense in the country, the top defense in the Big 12. Um, I mean, they they are uh, really. A lot of people were, thought that when Beard left, this team was was going to be in shambles, and they've came out and they've kind of had this chip on their shoulder, and coming out with just just huge wins lately. Um, but I do think the line's a little bit too big. I think West Virginia they like to get an ugly basketball game. Texas Tech is a defense uh, oriented team, so I do expect this to be a little bit of a rock fight. So mm. uh, I do think this plays to West Virginia's hand. I t- I'll take the nine in West Virginia. Texas Tech gets the win, though. Will we see Chris Beard, uh, a la Billy Donovan, crying to get his job back? <laughs> right, probably. Right. I mean, he left the team, and they've they've somehow. Yeah, I think the story in this one is, like Colby said, probably too many points. But key key area is West Virginia is going to turn them over. Like West Virginia is gonna whether it's a rock because it's a rock fight or because it's just what West Virginia does. Like Texas Tech is not taking care of the ball well, and anytime you have a West Virginia team that's gonna they're gonna smell blood, they're gonna see the opportunity. Um, it's gonna and they they're gonna know they need to do it because they're 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 not gonna win the 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 on the glass they're not gonna win in some other areas so plus another bad free throw shooting team uh, Sean bottom twenty percent in free throw shooting for Texas Tech so you don't like that when you want want to lay a big number what gonna be concerned to see where West Virginia gets their points from but uh, yeah you got to take the points. I'm I'm fading you guys. I'm going really? chalky here, Texas Tech. Really? Uh, well, I think Colby laid out a good narrative of why you should take to Texas Tech. They're one of the best uh, stories in the league right now. West Virginia, it's a big travel spot. They're kind of down, and yeah, I, I think their defense combined with just West Virginia's West Virginia's ineptitude to put up points. 
I think uh, I think they're going to cruise, and I I think they're going to pull away second half. So give me Texas Tech minus nine. Man, this is going to be a fun Saturday. All this college basketball leading right into two awesome divisional NFL playoff games. Oh, I thought you were talking about all the sweet youth soccer that I'll be consuming yeah. on Saturday. Shout out to me. Going to be hanging with my boy Justin Decker. San Diego Superchargers. Charge. Kentucky, Auburn. In Auburn, Alabama, Auburn laying three and a half against Kentucky. Kentucky's been putting up points, um, you know, doing pretty good against the or doing pretty well rebounding as well. Uh, Kentucky's averaging eighty three points per game. That's pretty good. Uh, Auburn though has been playing well, seven and zero against the spread in their last seven games. Moving cars. Yeah, I mean, this this I, I'm kind of leaning Kentucky just because I think they can hang offensively. But what are you doing, Colby? No, I mean, look, Kentucky. This is another thing is they they uh, they played in College Station the other night. So this is a back to back road spot here, um, and they got very fortunate to win in College Station. I mean, that was a two point game with about a minute left, and Texas A and M was one for twenty two shooting the three. They almost won a game going one for which is amazing um, that it was even that close. Auburn's for real. They're for real, man. Malachi Smith might be the top player in the, uh, in the draft. Um, look, I, I, I just think this, this value is, is the, the line is overreacting to the fact that Kentucky's a blue blood. I think Auburn's just a flat out better team. And especially if it was in Lexington, maybe you could talk me into it. I think Auburn cruises lock this thing up. Me, me too. And would, would it blow your mind? Cause uh, Colby, as we are setting the lines, um, we discussed that Kentucky might get a bump here because they're Kentucky. And as we see the line open, it's actually minus three. So did I, um, did I say Malachi Smith? I meant Jabari Smith, by the way, <laughs> Malachi Smith's for Chattanooga. So yeah, you guys make a compelling case. I'll take Auburn, especially now that we're getting that three instead of that three and a half well, hashtag key line movement, Ryan. Well, I think, yeah, I just think what, what what Sean's saying is correct. I think this, I mean, my, my take on Kentucky would be, I still think Kentucky's got, got uh, uh, some wafts of fraudulence. That's what I'll say. And I think when they get, get into it with a, with a real team right now with Auburn, uh, the Bruce, the, the Bruce Pearl used car lot is just fucking moving cars like at an insane pace. I can't wait for Bruce Pearl March, Mad- I, March madness, Bruce Pearl is going to be, a, I really just want to see Bruce Pearl uh, take out coach K. That's what I'm now hoping for. I'm, just, not, I'm not looking forward to ta- to betting Kentucky uh, in the tournament. I don't know. No, I, they, they don't seem it's early and they do notoriously like tape, take uh, shape later on in the season, but I, I'm not, I'm not in on them this year. What seed is Kentucky right now? Colby roughly. I would say probably they'll give, I mean, probably a, th- a t- anywhere from two to three, uh, probably really? a three, but I mean, that, that could change I mean, they three always- 14 matchup. Yes, please. Oh, give me, yeah. give me like a Vermont, Vermont, a good shooting uh, team. That's that w- like a bunch of seniors discipline. All right. Five white guys who know, know <laughs> each other really well. Look out uh, army Navy. Oh, this is what I'm talking about. Service Academy basketball from Annapolis. Navy, the midshipman, big number, uh, lane eight and a half. Uh, our uh, Navy's been playing pretty good defense, sixty points per game. But Army's been good against the number when playing Navy, six and two against the spread. Navy's been pretty good overall, though. Last uh, 14, 10 and four against the spread. One in doubt, Service Academy. I'm taking the points. Uh, give me Army plus eight and a half, Colby. 
Yeah, this game is this game's great. Uh, look, the last couple times they've met. I mean, last year Navy was the better team. Army won in Annapolis in overtime. Two of the last three have been in overtime. Um, I think you've just got to take the points, knowing how, that these guys hate each other. I think Navy's the better team, and I think Navy's going to get the win, despite Army being ranked higher than higher higher than the uh, midshipmen in the, in the conference right now. But it's just too many points for a rivalry game. I don't care where they play it. it it's it's just this was this is going to be Why are they not playing this on an aircraft carrier? I love when they did they those did. aircraft carrier games. Like why not? It's Navy. What do you what do we do with the aircraft carrier? Uh, I'm Keeping sure. an eye on China? Come on. Come on. We can we got one to spare. Blame it on Biden. <laughs> let's so, go, let's go Brandon. What do you got, Kramer? Fun nugget I picked up when doing some uh, research on this game. Which by the way, I thought you guys were Navy guys. I'm the army guy. All right. I, I'm happy to see you joining forces with me, but you, you guys were all over Navy slobbering all over the Navy cock in the fall. And now you're just hopping over to army. Love it. But here's what I picked up. Uh, there are 358 teams in division one college basketball army ranks 351st in free throw efficiency. According to Ken Palm ahead of USC, <laughs> which is like f- fucking un. Unbelievable, and also ahead of Boise State, a team we're going to talk about a little bit later tonight. So, yeah, what? I'm I'm on Army. Obviously, I'm an Army guy. I don't I don't jump season are, to season, uh, season to season as the wind blows. But are you an Army guy because Bill Parcells used to be an Army basketball coach? Uh, well, that that's that's a good reason. Uh, happy to steal that reason and go with it. Also, uh, was it was, who was the other guy? Uh, Lee Corso, right? No, he's Navy. Navy. He's Navy. Oh well, fuck Corso. Uh, yeah, I'm Bill a Parcells, Parcells guy. Bill Parcells uh coached Coach K when he played at Army. Think about that. Wow. That, that is crazy. Coach K was at Army? Yeah, he coached at Army and he uh and he was a player at Army. Wow. Did he serve? I believe so. I don't know that to be hundred percent. That's an NC Nick question. Okay. I'll I'll uh, I'll phone up the better Dan. <laughs> Go ahead, Sean. Why are you giving me Navy? I'm an army guy. All right. Take an army plus eight and uh, a half. Uh, there's no question. I'm taking army. I'm an army guy. <laughs> All right. You army sailors, army of one right over here. Right. Sailors are scared of the winter, uh, the winter uh, seas. Brian, huh? uh, let's need. I remind you uh, who took out Osama bin Laden. That's right. Seal team six, <laughs> <laughs> not, not army Rangers. Oh, wow. six. Okay. Well, I'm still an army guy. No, so am I shout out to the soldiers. Everyone except uh, no, I don't know. I'll, I'll do a power rankings of service academies as a blog on the website. Florida State and oh, this is a this is a really fun game. Florida State, Miami, uh, Miami laying two and a half. Miami's looked uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but pretty good, especially at home. And they are eight and zero straight up last eight games, nine and one against the spread against the ACC opponents. Uh, Florida State, meanwhile, been kind of shitty on the road, one and six. I mean, you don't have to qualify. It's just shitty. Yeah, I, I mean, is this too easy? Miami minus two and a half. I'm, I'm assuming Florida State's going to get up for this game, but is there a scheduling thing I'm missing here, Colby? Why is this only two and a half? Uh, it's probably only two and a half because uh, a week ago, and, and me and you had this as a pick on January 11th, whenever that was, that we did the show that uh, w- they played in Tallahassee and, and Sean, we got robbed. Uh, Miami was up one with like less than 10 seconds. And it was a bullshit call that put Florida state at the free throw line to get some points. Uh, we should have, we should have cashed that thing. But uh, I think that's probably why as Florida state won that one, this is a rivalry game. 
And uh, but I but I am going to take Miami. I think they're the better team. Florida State's been red hot, but man, Miami's been impressive. This is a gigantic game in the ACC, guys, because the, the the loser here will will drop back two games. Um, this is a huge game for for the the future for the one seed essentially in in the ACC as things carry on. Kramer, what are you doing? I'm I'm with you. I I don't understand. You know why this wouldn't be three and a half, four, even five. Um, I think Florida State's broken, and I think Miami is. I mean, Colby, what what were the preseason odds on Miami to win the regular season ACC? I mean, like Miami might be the best team in the conference. Yeah, every every time I watch their games, they look good. So everyone, Larry Egg is a good coach. He's just fucking creepy looking. So you know, and he coaches at Miami. So, <laughs> all right, uh, the 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 creepiness factor creeping into the line. <laughs> all right, we got a wow. We got. Don't worry, seven more <laughs> games left. I was gonna say, don't worry, Colby found a way. Colby says he's, uh, you know, Colby clearly has his strength back if he's filling up the sheet with thirteen games. Not only is it a awesome uh, college basketball slate on Saturday, of course we got the NFL playoffs. You want to get in some uh, free-to-play prop games? Why not, right? Props are super fun, and they're free to play over at BetterFantasy.com/sgpn. That's B-E-T-T-O-R Fantasy.com/sgpn. Completely free to play. You earn credits, uh, which you can donate to charity if you're a good person, or cash out for gift cards uh, if you're, uh, you know, looking out for number one. Nothing wrong with that. Head over to betterfantasy.com/sgpnvettorfantasy.com/sgpn, and of course, also brought to you by SoBet.io/sgpn. SoBet.io. They're the leaders in social gambling. It's me versus you. I'm looking at some of these lines. Colby, Ryan are taking West Virginia. I'm taking Texas Tech. I'm gonna send them a little uh, bet request over at SoBet.io/sgpn. Very easy to connect. Third-party payment options. Get it all going over at SoBet.io/sgpn and join the social betting revolution. Oklahoma State. Heads down to Austin, Texas to play the Longhorns. Horns laying eight in Austin, in Texas. Uh, Texas number one in opponent uh, points per game, only letting up 55 points per game. Very clean from the line, 77%. Uh, meanwhile, Oklahoma State kind of hitting a slide here, two and nine against the spread in their last 11. You know, Texas has been really playing well, dominating Big 12 opponents. Although Oklahoma State, they're going to come in, they're going to play, they're going to give it their all, they're going to get up for this game. Ah, shit, eight is right on the number. Uh, as far as like, I'm going, I'm uh, Texas minus eight. Colby, I'm guessing you're going uh, dog here. What are you doing? I'm all over the dog because the reality is, is Chris Beard, Texas came in preseason top 10. They're not very good. They, they yeah. scheduled week at a conference and they've really had their struggles. This, these play that these, both these teams played recently and uh, and Oklahoma state owned them the whole game. Now that was in Stillwater, but in general, look, the last five times they've met uh, Oklahoma state's won three of the five. And even the two they lost was by three and by five. Check this out. Texas is leaving the Big 12 soon. Oklahoma State is is disqualified from the NCAA tournament. 
They have this game circled. I think this is one for their season. Give me Ooh. the points with Oklahoma State. Sprinkle some on the money line. I, I love the situational handicap Colby just laid out. Unfortunately, Oklahoma State fits the profile of a team when they take to the road. As you say, you have a revenge spot for Texas as well. You should note that because when this team takes to the road, they turn the ball over, they don't shoot their free throws well. I, again, this is in the for, my formula, right? The, the second I see that kind of matchup where Texas has been one of the best teams turning over their opponents, uh, at a minimum, I know they can do that all, all right. They're not going to shoot the three well, but if they can, they can get the offense going against this Oklahoma State defense. I think their defense can take care of the rest. So, give me Texas laying the points. Again, I think we're going to see a, a very, a very tilted turnover game uh, that leads to easy points and leads to Oklahoma State's defense not being uh, as big of a role in this game as as they should. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm sticking with my Texas pick. Uh, and Colby brought up, uh, you know, the the uh, revenge aspect. I think could actually help uh, Texas here. Next up, we got Baylor at Oklahoma. Baylor, a five point road favorite as they head to Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma not been doing well on the boards. Uh, less than thirty rebounds per game. I mean, Baylor seven and zero. Last seven against Oklahoma, and they've been road warriors five and zero straight up. Last uh, five on the road, and five and zero against the spread in Norman. All signs are pointing to a uh, a Baylor route here. Colby, what are you doing? I am going to ride Baylor. I think Porter Moser's got Oklahoma ahead of schedule, but when you really look at it, Scott Drew. Uh, first off, he's fantastic on the road in the Big 12. Then, when you look at the dominance he's had over the Oklahoma program, they've won nine of ten against Oklahoma, including seven in a row. Uh, and they normally they normally give it to him. Like the, a lot of these ones are just blowouts. I know Porter Moser's wasn't there for the for those, but I just think Baylor is too good. Another thing is they're they're so great at passing the ball. They're uh, they're so they're at their tenth in the country in assists. They're they're twentieth in steals. They don't turn the ball over. Uh, they're just a good good team, and uh, I just think Baylor's the real deal. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Baylor minus the points. Colby's passing comment that really matches his his old man hat. It's just like <laughs> so it's such beautiful passing. No, I mean again Baylor. Uh, they one of the top teams in the country. I mean they're a five point road favorite they for have, a reason. But again Oklahoma not. Not super careful with the ball, and and I think Baylor's defense could could easily create the separation needed for for a five point road cover. I, Baylor's good. Baylor's going to be a team that we're we're looking at second round NCAA tournament laying eight to ten points, thinking who we parlaying them with on the money line. Yeah, yeah, they they do seem like a force. I'll, I'm with you. Baylor minus five. Feel a little chalky. Yo, Ryan, you are all chalky here. I mean, it worked out for LeBron. Some call him the goat too. Uh, Kansas laying six and a half as they head into Manhattan, Kansas, uh, Kansas State. I've uh, been putting up some points themselves, sixty-eight uh, points per game. Kansas obviously uh, better offensively, eighty-one uh, points per game. But Kansas State decent defense. They're twenty-six in the country as far as points per game, twenty-eighth in the country at field goal percentage. Kansas, you, as you'd expect, five and zero oh, uh, last five games against uh, Kansas State and four and one against the spread. I don't know, man. Call me crazy. It, I, I'm kind of going uh, KSU here, catching the points. I like the rivalry game. I like the home dog aspect. Colby, what are you doing? 
Yeah. I mean, look, first off, we saw this game last time. I think we had fans uh, for this game was great because there was a gigantic brawl and uh, one of the, one of the Kansas players picked up a chair. Like he was Bobby, the brain Heenan. Uh, It was great. Uh, This is a, this is a fun one. K state's better than their record. Uh, People don't realize that uh, first off, they just won at Texas. But prior to that, they played like four or five games with only a six man roster and without their head coach and several other coaches. They only had one coach traveling with them. K state. I don't know what it is in football. They get killed by COVID. They still play. I remember the Oklahoma game where they were playing uh, wide receivers at defensive back and they won. And I just love the fact they don't give a shit. They're, they're going to play. Um, and uh, look, I, the, the last time they had fans now last year in Manhattan, Kansas owned them, but they didn't have any fans go back to 2020. Uh, the Jayhawks only won by four in Manhattan. Yeah. That was a very young K state team that these guys have grown up. I'm going to take the points with K state. Kansas still might get the win, but I think you got to take the points in a rivalry game like this. They truly hate each other. Yeah. I love this spot for Kansas state. Uh, just also just a fan of this Kansas state team, uh, big 12 by far best conference in the nation. And it like it, the, the quality of basketball in big 12 play versus the other conferences is it's pretty staggering. Uh, as I yeah, big 12, I mean, you look at some of these, I mean, we just did a whole like big 12 chunk here and even the teams you're picking against aren't horrible teams. Well, I mean like think, think about it, right? Like my Florida state Miami is not a game. I'm like, oh yeah, I can't wait to watch that. Whereas we just went through three different matchups in the big 12 and all of them. I'm like, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens here. So in uh, this one, I also just, I'm biased to fading bill self. I'm just fucking doofus. I, I don't know. I've, I've just won a lot of money betting but, against that but guy. But that I feel like that's tournament bill self. I feel like regular season bill self to his credit is where he no, no, no. Just in general. I just feel me personally, I've won a lot of money betting against bill self. So well, and, t- and to your point, Kansas state is bottom uh, of the big 12, but they're still 10 and seven overall. Plus, I, I like Bruce Weber as a coach. Again, like I, I just like this team. Like this is one of those. Teams and they won two in a row. So they got I a little secretly momentum. have in my black book of like you know if I was ever gonna flirt with not being a Hokies basketball fan, Kansas uh, State fan. I, I, I just you know I, some say they're the Virginia Tech of the Big Twelve there in Manhattan. Uh, you know, scrappy blue collar underdog team. Darren Sproles running for thousands uh, of yards. Love, love me some Sprolesy. Yeah, LSU. Uh, heads, uh, heads over to Knoxville, Tennessee. The Volunteers laying one at home. Not much of a, not moving the number too much for home court here. Tennessee putting up seventy-five points per game. LSU seventy-four. LSU kind of a, a more efficient uh, team. Very good defensively. Top five in defense, and they've been hot. ATS four and one against the spread. Their last five. Uh, you know, LSU is the better team, but Tennessee, it's tough to beat Tennessee in Tennessee seven and zero. they are the volunteers last seven at home. Colby can LSU go in there and get the upset. I think they're capable of it, but I think Tennessee's the play. And I think your main reason why is that uh, Tennessee play, you hit on the fact that they're just much better at home. But yeah. I also think the fact Darius days is out with an injured ankle and he's their second leading scorer. Uh, I, I think they're going to miss him. So um, I think the play is to take Tennessee at home and, and LSU drops another one fade. Will Wade, you know, you know me guys. 
Ooh, so we have a, a Colby emotional situation here. I'm going LSU plus one. <laughs> I want to know. Oh my god, the, I forget what game he was playing, and he was like losing it and so fired up. And they're like, "You, uh, you, you kind of want to know what Will Wade is up to on the sidelines?" And I just started laughing maniacally to myself. Uh, Kramer, what are you doing? Are you are oh, you a tiger? Or are you a volunteer? Is, no, this is the kind of game that Rick Barnes wins. This is a this. You go Tennessee here all day. That's true. Uh, twice on Saturday. Uh, I'm riding with my boy Will Wade. Uh, it concerns me that Colby does have a, an emotional coaching angle to this one because those generally don't work out well. But yeah, I think I think you're going to see this Tennessee team who plays better at home. Uh, you're going to see their defense ratcheted up, and I think you're going to see you know without the day on the field, days on the field, you're going to see some. You're going to see the, again back to the turnover narrative, but LSU turns the ball over. That's the difference difference in this game. Tennessee wins and covers. Uh, Colby, I have a question for you oh. in the chat Ooh. from one Shane Kenyon, and of course we are live on YouTube.com/slash Sports Gambling Podcast. Shane also complimenting my Flipadelphia uh, T-shirt, oh, very cool, which my wife got me. Uh, oh. It's a Always Sunny reference where flip, they go on a flip Flipadelphia. Flip and uh, it's a really good episode if you guys haven't seen it. <laughs> nice. Got sidetracked here, but Colby, <laughs> any conference futures? Uh, sorry, conference winners you like as far as future bets? Anything jumping out at you? We're just talking about the Big Twelve. We've hit on the ACC. Any any of those you like? Well, I think there's probably value. I, I would have to pull up uh, right now, but I think there's probably value in in. I mean, the ACC I think is wide open. I think it's wide Duke open. Minus one thirty five, Miami five hundred, Florida State plus six. Plus Even six. Notre Dame, they're they're right there in second or third. I mean, I think they're technically in third right now, but after this Miami uh, uh, Florida State game, I think they'll be in second. Yeah, l- listen to these odds: Miami five to one, Florida State six fifty, North Carolina nine fifty, Notre Dame fourteen to one. Virginia twenty to one uh, with Wake Forest, Louisville twenty two to one, and then Virginia Tech fifty to one, Syracuse sixty to one. So uh, to to Colby's point, like if Notre, you think Notre Dame has a fighter's chance, fourteen to one. Hey, I mean they're playing a lot better. I would also say Tony Bennett. I mean Tony Bennett. Uh, we don't like this Virginia team, but he's done this year after year where like you think. They're they're garbage in this in December or November, and then they start to eke out these wins. Uh, so I think there's value there. I mean, uh, I was telling uh, Kramer this pre-episode that the, the the fact that each conference, with the exception of maybe the SEC, everyone is a surprise team that's currently in first place. No yeah. one had Wisconsin. Uh, well, you know, a lot of people had Wisconsin finishing in the bottom three in the Big Ten. Um, no one had Texas Tech right there at the top of the Big Twelve. No one had Miami. Uh, so it's been it's completely wide open. I think there's a ton of value all over. Uh, no one had Arizona ahead of UCLA and Oregon. So uh, that you could probably find value on the Oregon Ducks. They just they just went to LA and beat UCLA and USC. Now another thing that that would hurt you, a play on UCLA or something is the fact they have no fans. They're not allowed to have fans, so it's not even a home game. Where they have to go to Arizona. They have to go to, you know, to Colorado. Um, so I think that's a huge advantage for the other Pac 12 teams. Arizona minus 120, uh, UCLA plus 150, Oregon plus 1200 uh, with USC. So why not take Oregon? Oregon's allowed to have fans. You know what I mean? Like, if you, you that's got to be brutal if you're a UCLA fan. The fact that your home field advantage is gone with, with, with the COVID protocol. 
Yeah. I mean, one, one chalk that I would, I would maybe circle and say mm, might be a, a nice time to buy. You can get Villanova minus one twenty five right now. Oh yeah. There you go. Lock that up. Like that might be the one where you just buy it a little bit of a discount and put it away. And then when, when they're, when they've completely locked it up, you're like, oh, that was, that was a Nick solid fortune thrown at Oregon. Yeah. That's what, that's what Colby just said. Four, yeah. 14 or what I say? 12 Co-sign in your Oregon. Like it. Yeah, I mean, look, they've been playing a lot better. They got healthier and folly. Dante was out for a while. They came back. Um, and this is one that preseason people had them in the top 10, top 15, and they sputtered out the gate, but they, they, you know, Altman's a great coach and he's going to, you knew he was going to figure it out at some point. So I, I don't mind that play at all. North Carolina, UNC heads to Winston Salem in wake forest. What are you shaking your head? I, just, I don't know why we're talking about this North Carolina team. Yeah, Bottom. well, they're they're getting three points in Wake Forest, which I feel like that's not something you would historically <laughs> see. Uh, UNC is is doing good rebounding, uh, shooting okay from the three, thirty eight percent overall. Though they've been pretty disappointing, four and twelve against the spread in their last sixteen games on the road. They lost by twenty eight points to Miami. Yeah, they've been at particularly- basketball. <laughs> Uh, 28, four touchdowns. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this, this UNC team is just ugly. I'm going wake forest here. I, I, I find it tough to make a case for UNC. Maybe there's a world where they flip the switch and they turn it on, but what are you doing Colby? I think you're right. I think, I mean, just if it was a little more, I would think about taking North Carolina, but Steve Forbes has wake forest playing really good. Like I I've really been impressed. You know, we liked him when he was at East Tennessee state in the tournament a few years ago. Um, I I just think they're the better team right now. Now, uh, maybe there's a psychological thing there where I know wake forest has, has been a a little brother for a long time, Mm -hmm. but uh, I'm just going to go with I'm trusting the eyesight here, guys. Uh, Wake Forest has been the better team all year, and uh, I, I just think they're. If it was at Chapel Hill, I would be all over North Carolina. But um, give me Wake at, in Winston Salem. This place will be lit for this one. And okay. I feel like I like this the most because Wake's been so, like they Wake's been a solid offense that doesn't need the three point ball. And, and I think North Carolina's fucking lost at playing basketball right now. Like, what's what's the worst thing that North Carolina could see right now? an organized opponent. Like it, they'd be better off seeing one of these, like, you know, talent rich team that doesn't necessarily have this most organized play. I think they're going to get roll. I, I think wake forest is going to cover this easily. Colby mentioned the little brother angle, blood in the water. Uh, yeah. Like, don't look now, but North Car- like where's North Carolina. Like th- if they lose this one, then they got big, bad Virginia tech coming to town. Oh no. I just think North Carolina is broken. I think Hubert Davis is clearly not a good basketball coach and they're, they're talking about firing him. They're talking one. It's your one. I mean, give the guy some time, but yes, I mean, look, I'll say this, man. If you guys get a chance to watch this game, watch wake Forest's guy, Alanis Williams. He's a baller. He is a baller. So he's a, he's a, 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 he scores a lot. He's He's a great passer. You got, you got to check him out. He's, he's one, one of the better players in the ACC. Let's do it. This next game. This is why this this is brutal for Colby because you know you got NFL playoff football going on and UCLA at Colorado oh. in Buffalo oh, no. at Elevation. I assume our uh, our our buddy will be calling this game. Woo! It's smoking my weed. <laughs> Great Bill Walton be out, out of oh, his yeah. mind on some CBD <laughs> and edibles. Uh, UCLA seventy nine points per game. Colorado seventy. Points per game. UCLA though, zero and five. 
last five games against the spread. Colorado, as you expect, pretty legit home court advantage. 14 and 2 straight up last 16 games. This UCLA team, I mean, call it like not having fans, although it does sound like UCLA will be adding uh fans shortly. Like I, I just read something, so uh maybe that'll help them get some mojo going. But I'm I'm going buffs at home plus five and a half. This is gonna be a Saturday night game. Again, the elevation. Can I add to it? We and this Colorado team's good. We used to love playing the back-to-back Utah Colorado angle in the NBA, uh, citing that we often, you know, don't uh, don't credit the back-to-back element of being at elevation yeah. for longer. Well, they were in Utah on Thursday. Uh, you know, there's a lot to like about taking Colorado on the points here. So I'm I'm with you. Uh, although, I mean, if UCLA shows up, that they, they're going to cover this number. I, I think you just have to play the situational. Like they're going to be. Ready to get the fuck out of there. They got Arizona Colorado, on deck. Twelve and Big five game. though, Colorado, nine and two at home. A four and yeah. three in conference play. Oh, that's great. But they just need a tired UCLA team that's like, look, we got Arizona on Tuesday. Let's yeah. just get out of it's here. It's a very and that's the other thing. It's a sandwich spot. It's a look ahead spot yeah. for UCLA. I, I think they could make it in my dog uh, category. But Ooh. Colby, I'll let you I'll let you make the call here. I'm a Colorado fan. I think you know you guys know that, but um, here we go. Here it comes. Their inexperience concerns me. They, they, this is a team that was devastated by the transfer portal and McKinley Wright's graduation. So, I yes, I do think they're going to be like UCLA. Great point. Uh, they, they just barely uh, got the win against Utah in Salt Lake City, and now they got to go to Boulder. I think Colorado's the play with the points. But I am nervous about the youth. They're an incredibly young team. So, uh, the youths. <laughs> hey, yeah. youths. Yeah. Are, or, or are you worried about the youths in the Pac 12 uh, and then playing the, the youths? What youths are you worried about, Colby? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm worried about the Colorado youth. Okay. Boise State. Fucking youths. Heads down to San Diego State. Square off against our gals. Uh, I was hanging out with someone who was like a, uh, uh, their brother went to San Diego State. I'm like, oh yeah, we San Diego State. We talk about them all the time on the podcast. There are gals, and they go, why do you call them that? I go, I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't remember why we. It's like a soccer that. mom thing, right? Yeah, I think we just adopted them. Yeah, there was no real clear explanation in my mind. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the diehard listeners ha- will recall why we started calling them the uh, our gals. Uh, Boise State, man, have they been hot? Eleven and zero run here, although they've uh, not been great against the spread. Last six games against San Diego State, only one and five. San Diego State been playing some scrappy defense, holding opponents thirty-seven uh, percent from the field, twenty-seven percent behind the arc, and and Boise State's defense is good too. I mean, that's why they're eleven and zero. Oh man, three and a half feels like a hair high. I feel like this Boise State team is scrappy enough that they'll be able to keep it a one-shot game. Uh, for that reason, I'm taking Boise State plus three and a half. But Colby, what's your take? Man, this is this is a I think the hardest game on the slate. Yeah, and I don't I don't I'm not locking this up. Well, you got Boise State's one eleven in a row. Uh, meanwhile, San Diego State has played one game in 2022. Now, granted, that one game they they beat a ranked. Uh, Colorado State team that was undefeated by thirty. Uh, another anger angle that uh, you guys need to bring up is uh, Tyson Degenhart, who is a, uh, oh. a starter on the Boise Fellow State. Degenhart. <laughs> um, no, but I, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with 
San Diego State's always a physical team that just shuts you down defensively. I'm just going to trust Brian Dutcher in this defense that uh, that that look what they did to Colorado State in the one matchup that they 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 played uh, in in 2022. They just shut them down defensively. Give me the Aztecs minus the points. Oh wow! I like how this is a tough game for Colby to pick, but he still managed to squeeze it in as the 13th game <laughs> on the schedule. Boise State, lucky 13. Hey, hey, let me tell you this, guys. Let me let me tell you this. Like the Mountain West, John Rothstein mentioned this yesterday. They have five teams in the in the top 54 of the net. That is more than the ACC. Mountain West. I've never seen the Mountain West this good of a basketball conference. Pretty amazing. What's going on in that conference? Yeah, Boise State, Wyoming, San Diego State, Colorado State, and is it Fresno State? Fresno State, yeah. yeah. It's impressive. Yeah, I mean, I think I think also you're just seeing like even in in like the Ken Palm rankings, you're seeing both of these teams in the top 15 in defensive efficiency rating. That to um, me, you know, when I see two defensive teams, my my inclination is to take the uh, dog here. With Boise State only better than Sam Houston State at free throw <laughs> percentage, uh, which is pretty impressive uh, to be that bad at shooting free throws. I, I'm kind of with Colby. I think it, you know this is uh, if you're if you're if both teams show up, San Diego State wins and covers this, and I think it's it's because of that defense, but. Something to note, like Boise State does show up with size. Boise State does show up with experience, and and you know, they're they're playing awfully well. So, I, I guess from the perspective, I'll talk my way all the way around in a circle back to uh, thinking maybe we don't take. Yeah, you know, I'll take San Diego State. Tough game to pick though. San Diego State, it is at minus three and a half. All right, time for the lock, dog, and bonus lock. Kramer, you have the honors. What are you doing? Kick things off. Uh, well, I think we should probably lock up Army as an Army guy. Really? A lot of points in this one. Okay. We're dog. We're gonna go with Kansas State. Uh, uh, love the upset angle here. Love love the money. It's gonna be a nice juicy juicy. What are you talking like two twenty five? Yeah, something like that. It's it's gonna be a nice money line. And uh, yeah, five bonus lock. Let's go Tennessee. This is a Rick Barnes special, right? Come, come, you know, nice game. You know, you put put Will Wade, that little punk ass bitch, in a locker for a little bit. And uh, yeah, days out too much. Lock dog bonus lock. Okay, for my lock, I'm surprised you didn't lock this up or bonus lock it. Give me a wake minus three for my dog. Give me the buffs on the money line, and for my bonus lock. ACC is tough to bet on right now, Sean. I'm going Miami. It's like minus the fucking two and a half. Plinko machine. I'm going. I'm loading up all ACC. I could be in trouble because the other version of this is that North Carolina wakes up and their fucking five stars <laughs> just smash these pussies at Wake Forest. Certainly a possibility. <laughs> Colby, what do you got? I'm I'm locking up the Auburn Tigers. I just think, oh, it, yeah, you know, Auburn, this one. place is going to be on fire. They're the better team on a neutral site. So in, in Auburn, no way. Give me a Auburn minus three as the lock. My dog let's ride with St. John's. They're good at home. They suck on the road. They're playing this game at home um, and bonus lock. Let's go. I think, I think I'm going to, I'm going to tell you on this and go with the Miami hurricane minus two and a half. They get mm. the rebound, the revenge spot. Both of you guys going with these ACC locks. Crazy. All right. Oh man. Uh, so much action. We had a bunch of uh, awesome NFL pods. So make sure you catch those. If you miss those at all, make sure you subscribe to the college basketball experience. Colby and Ant cranking out the pods 
and uh, toss us a nice rating review. I, you can also rate on Spotify. Can't write a review. The fascists won't let you write a review yet. However, you can uh, do a nice five star rating. You can rate the SGPN app and uh, the uh, App Store, uh, or sorry, the um, Apple Podcasts. Get that rating review. Send in the screenshots of the reviews. We're on podcast number five of the week, Kramer. We're just cranking out content. Uh, tweet those at us, your screenshots at Gambling Podcast for a chance to win free gear every Monday, aka March Monday. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Sean, I think we're going to hit, hit, hit we, we're bouncing back this week. Kramer, let it ride.